James Ponsonby on the line with us. So morning to you, James. Morning, Jace. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Um, <clears throat> looking forward to seeing your two runners go around to, today. Let's uh, let's talk about Socrates firstly in the second race. He comes, I think, back in grade today after running behind Toes on the Nose last start and a good second there at, I think it was at Gosford behind Vegas Outlaw. He's ticking along okay? Yeah, look, he's um, he comes into that race really well, I think. Um, obviously, as you say, Toes on the Nose was very good and, and, and it's going to be uh, starting a short favourite in the benchmark 78, 2,000 metres. Um, he's been very consistent over a mile, this preparation, and uh, his previous start when he was second to Vegas, uh, bound of Sarah Rines, he, he met it probably today. He's going to meet it three and a half kilos uh, better because he carried a kilo and a half more when he met it that day. Um, and today he's going to carry two kilos less. So he probably gets a nice... Nice opportunity in that, that midway today, and I think now it's down to a field of seven. Yeah, back from the 1,800 to the 16. Is the mile his go? I think so. He's, um, you know, I, I, I made a very big statement early on with the horse that I thought he was a genuine miler, uh, and that was his first start for me at Queen Bean over a mile, and uh, he duly got beat, so I thought, well, <laughs> I'm in big trouble here. <laughs> well, uh, racing puts egg on our face all the time, James, you know that. <laughs> yeah, 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 but he's... Um, now look, he's, he's he's turned very consistent. Uh, you know, this preparation he's raced literally all up and down the eastern seaboard of Australia, and uh, he's rarely put in a performance that we haven't been pleased with. So, yeah, today I, I just thought um, Timpanis was very good uh, first up at the Kenzo, but with the rail being out, um, probably he looks like he's probably going to end up sitting outside. Awesome lad, um, and if he gets an opportunity just to. To travel nicely um, over the mile, he, he's probably going to be pretty pretty competitive. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because he was up on pace, wasn't he, when he won at Kembla that day? So is that perhaps uh, the best place to, to see him up, up up on the speed? Yeah, I think I, I think so. Like he's, he's, he genuinely runs a good race when he's up up on tempo, um, and I just think probably I mean the way the races are nowadays you need to be you need to be handy it's always well and good to say oh he flashed home and he ran well but yeah. it's very hard to win when you when you're sort of meeting horses all that are a very similar grade to yourself so yeah hopefully if you can just Rachel knows how to ride the track and she knows how to, to, to sort of have him at his best so hopefully um hopefully she can just get him get him into a handy spot yeah, she's due uh, to, to win a race on him. Uh, you've taken him to Melbourne as well. I was going to ask you that, James. You're not afraid to travel them and take them interstate? No, look, I'd, I think um, I think for the most part, Jace, I've been very fortunate. Like, um, I try and only train geldings as a rule, and I try and train second-hand horses because they're cheap. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes taking those horses interstate, it, it certainly helps certainly helps their constitution and it helps them sort of mature into better racehorses. And these, these don't get me wrong, none of these are world beaters, but what I've found in the past is it, it generally brings them back. They eat better um, when they get home and they just sort of become a bit more resilient. Mm. And uh, that's that's probably what's allowed me to race these horses more often and be more competitive with them at better, better venues in the long run because... As I say, Socrates kicked off in a Queen Bee in Class One set weights made and got rolled, um, and now he's he's been competitive in that benchmark sixty eight grade and up upwards. 
Yeah, that's an interesting point to, to, to make. Um, let's talk about Phillipsburg as well. I, I know he gave you a lot of, a lot of pleasure with uh, that city win there at, uh, at Rose Hill in the, in the midway. I think it was the first city win you'd had since relocating to, to Hawkesbury. And he looks to be in, in some pretty good form. Yeah, he's, um, he's probably been a bit unlucky on occasions, his preparation. But um, he just, you know... To get it, to get another win with him, especially another win, um, even even if it is a midway, none of the owners, including myself, gave two hoots. It was only a midway. <laughs> we were very pleased to just to see him win again in town. But um, he's been he's been such a pleasure to train. Um, he's done a really really decent job for me. I mean, he's been one of the, the horses that I sort of kicked off basically with, mm. and. Um, you know his his prize money's good. I mean, for a horse that for a horse that not hasn't won a decent race or hasn't really um, been a top liner of any any real note, you know he's he's well and truly on his way to half a million dollars in earnings, and it probably just shows you the testament of how well and how strong the race is um, is in New South Wales in terms of prize money and how much. You know, as an owner, you can you can do quite well out of it. It's a great advertisement for owning horses, isn't it? When uh, you know, you, you, well, I mean, you're placing him, and it, it shows that you can make a, a stack of money with uh, with a horse who's you know not going to be winning Group Ones, but um, but is consistent and and runs well in this sort of company. Yeah, that's it. And like, you know, he he's the same. I mean, his first two wins came at Maruya and Albury. Um, I, I travelled him a lot early on to try and uh, strengthen him up because he was a little bit immature. Uh, mentally, and I mean, at one stage there, I think he went to Queensland, he ran two weeks in a row, and then he went back the following week to uh, Randwick and raced again and, and had no luck. So it, it just, um, as I say, like, you know, the way the prize money is, the benchmark handicapping, I mean, he, he kicked off this campaign as a benchmark 71 horse, and he, he's picked up, I think, about $114,000, $115,000 in earnings, and he's now a benchmark 66. So it just goes to show if you can if you can race them a little bit more often, yeah. um, certainly can make them a little bit more viable for the long term. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, two thousand meters seems to to be his sweet spot as well. Yeah, look, he's um, he's certainly matured uh, into a horse that can stay a bit and and stick on over that little bit further, which is which is a terrific thing because I mean, as you as you know yourself, mm. um, horses that can get up to two thousand meters, whether they're in the city or in the bush, they they can get uh, small fields. Mm. They race for good prize money, and invariably it gives you a lot more opportunity to to win prize money with them. And yeah, he's he's running the midway over two thousand. Um, Tom was very adamant early on when I met Tom um, on the day of the race that he wanted to have the horse positive, and um, and just being able to be you know three pairs closer than usual um, from a nice barrier and from positive ride um, really paved the way for the win because on the turn he was. He was dead set cruising, and uh, Tom got him out in good time, and sort of then just pushed on from from that point onwards. But he he was really strong to the line, and uh, you know today obviously he's going to meet a much much classier field. But as I say, with the benchmark system, you know earlier on this preparation he would have met this field at say fifty seven and a half mm. eight kilos, and today he meets it at fifty four and toes on the noses obviously going to be extremely difficult to beat, but he does get an opportunity to at least try that with um, seven kilos pull in his, in his favour. Yeah, lightweight today. Um, stable going along nicely, James. I noticed you had, I think it's six winners your last 24 starters. You've got a bit, team of about 12 in work. Things starting to uh, to really come together. Yeah, I think, look, um, 
I was, you know, I had to, I had to, when I moved to Orange, I had to live away from my family, um, and that was pretty difficult for my wife and I. Um, and then I have to thank Richie Callender because Richie was the one who organised for me to be moved uh, to to Hawkesbury, mm-hmm. and um, he set us up with a, a terrific place through Racing New South Wales, um, where we've sort of just got twelve boxes, but. It's probably allowed me to to limit my stable and and try and co- concentrate a little bit more on on what I'm good at and what I'm I'm good with, which is invariably geldings. And um, yeah, it's it's been ticking over really well. And even some of the horses that haven't won in a while have been consistent. And, mm-hmm. and then similar like for a horse like Will to Excel, he um, he was able to manage to pop one off on Monday, which has been really pleasing because he's been a frustrating animal at times. And yeah. Another win's always good. It always is. James, great to see you doing well, and uh, good luck with the uh, the pair at Ramwick today. Thanks again, Jason.